Sounds of Granddaddy IU playing in the background with Sugar Free. It's one of my brother's favorite artists, man. So, you know, I got a dedicated episode to my brother. Welcome back to the Agitators Asylum. I'm your host, AJ, the Agitated One. It's August 15th, my big brother's birthday. And this is episode number nine, man. So, I hope he enjoys, and I definitely hope y'all enjoy, man. So, you know, I'm, I'm gonna get into it. We're gonna, we're gonna talk a little bit about my brother. You know, I'm going to get into some stories that I can get into. I might touch on a few that I really can't dig deep into. But, you know, I might hint at a a few things that, you know, unfortunately my family might pick up on. But y'all might not. You know, I'm going to try not to leave y'all too too much in the dark, man. But let's get back into some of this on Granddaddy IU, man. Get my brother in in the right mood. Let's go. I like living my life in the fast lane, partying hard and having fun. Females, I need more than one. Straight up and down on the serious tip. I ain't with no relationship. It may sound like a bitch, but believe me, it's not. Matter of fact, I really like you a lot. But it's a dead issue for you to pursue. Cause yo, boo, I like you, but I like others too. The heartaches, the breaks, the pains, I don't need them. Instead, give me some head and a whole lot of freedom. I like to swing, I ain't with no commitment. Parties, ladies, and be about a shipment. But when I do my thing, you get mad. Call me on the telephone, sounding all sad. Don't mean to hurt your feelings, my dear. But listen here, I'm the Mac of the year. So if you have to settle down with me, I guess you just have to be sugar free. Once again, the Agitated One is episode number nine of the Agitated Asylum. Again, I'm dedicating this episode to my big brother, Roy Dreek Montel Whitaker. Yes, I'm telling everything, bro. Your whole government, your birthday, August 15th, man, 1973. Again, it's very significant because my brother was born four days after hip-hop was created. August 11, 1973, four days later... My brother was born. He also shares a birthday with the late, great Nipsey Hussle. Rest in peace to Nipsey, you know, happy birthday. And also my first cousin on my pop's side, Cathay Jones, man, happy birthday. So I want to get into it, dedicate this dedicate this episode again to my, my big brother, my big brother, Dreek. You know, hip-hop has always had a very significant role in all of our lives, but... I learned hip-hop. My introduction to hip-hop was because of my big brother. Growing up in the house with him, my cousin Dex stayed with us for a while, and my cousin, and my older cousin Reek, or Antoine, some of y'all might um, know him as. 
them three very significant role in my, you know, in, in hip hop, like the beginning. You know, after that, it was all my cousins. Everybody had a role in it. But early on, them three were my brother in the house. My favorite song ever is Special Ed, I Got It Made. My favorite song, period, of any genre. My brother, we in the house. I'm watching Special Ed videos. I'm, I'm hearing Slick Rick, hearing DOS effects in the background. You know, if it's just me and him in the house, man, he playing whatever. On the, um, the, the, the floor model TV, as my wife called it, the big body TVs back in the day. I'm watching Snoop Dogg and Dre. I remember this back in the day. I was born in 84. I miss those times. You know, we lived at 501 Dixie Street in Enfield. Um, it's, um, it's Martin Luther King Street now. That house, I don't know if it's been knocked down, but I know it's been boarded up last time I saw it. Uh, I miss that crap, though. You know, even though my parents were renting that house, my dad tried to buy it from the owner, but, you know, it didn't work out. But we had a big pecan tree in the backyard, and to this day, I love pecans. Don't need to do nothing to them. Just shell them and give a hand them to me. I don't need no salt, no pepper. They don't need to be roasted, whatever. Baked. They don't, they don't, need, don't need them in no pecan pie, none of that. Just like them raw, man. Give them head. Um, we used to have nice cookouts back there. Had my first dog back there. Um, man, I missed that house. You know, me and my brother shared a room. And uh, I remember we used to be in the house. And he would get up and go to school. And I wasn't going to school yet, so he would he would make sure that the TV would be on for me so I could watch. And back then I watched, I think I watched a little Gilligan's Island, but I watched Flipper, Lassie. Uh, I think when he would get home from school, he would make sure I could get to watch um, Inspector Gadget. And I watched a lot of other stuff too, cartoons, you know, whatever cartoons was on for the most part, but... Big Bro really looked out for me, man, when I, um, I got hurt one time in the park. Uh, earlier that day, I think my cousin Dex and somebody else were, um, they were pushing us on the swing, and when they would push us on the swing, they would run under it. So when they left, or when they, when my, uh, I, Dex might have still been out there, but I, I can't remember, but I know my brother went to play basketball, which the swings were at the street. The basketball court was further back in the park. And when they left and my other cousin, whoever I was playing with, left, it was just me, you know, waiting for my brother to finish his game. And what I what I decided to do was, you know, I was pushing pushing the swings and there wasn't nobody in them. I was out there by myself. I decided, oh, well, I can push them and run on them too. So what happened was I pushed the swing and I pushed it hard enough, but instead of me running, I I went, I stopped dead in the spot where the swing was supposed to sit when it's not moving. And when the swing, instead of me running under it, I got scared and I ducked. But I didn't duck far enough. And when the swing came back, it tore the top of my head all to piece. It it shaved the top of my head while I mean, I was bleeding. And I started, I don't remember nothing but yelling. I barely remember that. I just remember that my brother actually heard me, of course, and by the time I came to, uh, I looked up, he was at me. He grabbed his coat, and from what I know, the problem was a nice coat, and he threw it on top of my head. Now, we lived down the block. We didn't live that far, but for you know, for somebody, to, for a child to be bleeding, and I, rem I, and I mean profusely, you know, you cry, make it worse. We had to walk all the way home 
And like I said, luckily it wasn't too far, but still. And got to the house, and I remember my parents taking my clothes off and, and trying to clean me up. And I remember going to the... I don't remember being in the hospital. I just remember, I, I guess, after a while, they dressed me and took me to the house. I don't know if he got in trouble for that. I hope he didn't, because, I mean, he didn't do nothing wrong, man. Just, you know, that was that's, that's how it was back then. You know, you could... I mean, they were snatching kids and stuff, but, I mean, we were fortunate. You know, I could play in that little area by myself, and, you know, I guess when he had a chance, he would watch me. But that was my brother's thing, playing ball, hanging with his friends, chasing the women. Man, Granddaddy IU song is perfect for my brother. I don't remember listening to that Granddaddy IU back in the day. I don't, I don't, I didn't learn about him, man, so I don't know, till I was in, like, close to my 30s or in my 30s. I just remember one of my cousins saying, yeah, your brother like Granddaddy IU. I was like, what? I was like, who was that? Had never heard of him. Like, seriously. That I, not that I remember. Somebody might have said his name. I just, you know, heard granddad and just tuned out. I don't know, but my brother was definitely the ladies' man. Definitely. And still, I ain't never had an issue with women coming up to me and saying, yeah, you drink, little brother. Uh, I ain't had a, no issue. Anybody, if you listening to this, if that's how you know me, you can't remember my name. You say, yeah, that's Drake, little brother. That does not bother me. Even though I'm a grown man with my own children, married and everything, that does not bother me. I've always been proud to be Drake's little brother. Always going to be proud of that. You know I said? That's my big brother. So the only biological sibling I got. I cherish that. I cherish that, man. You know, so I love you, bro. I really do love you, man. But anyway... Yeah, I've I, I seen some uh, some women in my time. You know, my brother had some some nice some some nice pieces, you know. <laughs> no disrespect to the ladies. But I don't ever remember seeing my brother Mac to nobody. The times I was around him, I got a chance to spend with him. The times, I mean, he ain't had to do nothing. Just sit there and grin, you know, say a few things. And them ladies, them ladies already had their minds made up. Seriously, whether he got with them or not, I'm saying just he they already had their minds made up. And girls to this day, man, now social media makes it ten times worse because they see pictures on like yo, who that? Or oh, I tell people, you know, that's my brother. Cause like I said, I always been proud. So yeah, that's my brother right there. You know, cause I know people ain't just gonna look at us and tell we can tell we brothers. <laughs> and they be like, that's your brother. They're like, he fine. I was I dealt with that so much, man. It was already bad enough. You know, having a having a beautiful mom, and you know her. Uh, you know, I think she had drink when she was a teenager, so you know she looked mad young. She still looked young, you know. But people be like, that, "That's that's that's your mom, look like your sister, man." You know, to my brother anyway. So <laughs> had to deal with that, but I had to deal with it on my brother's side too. You know, dealing with him and all the ladies that love him. I'm talking about anywhere. My mom's friends. Their daughter, you know, their daughters would be like, "Yeah, your brother's so fine." I'd be sitting here like, "What about me? What about, what about me?" <laughs> Some people like me, but anyway, my brother just had it like that. Still got it like that to this day. Honestly, man, for real. Um, my brother married, but it, it, them them women still, you know, they ain't no wrong with their eyes. They still love Mister Dreek, you know. So they still, you know, some women. It was so funny, man. Me and my brother had a job together. Some years ago, man, years ago, and it was this one lady that loved my brother to death. My brother won't study that woman, but she loved my brother to death. And still, if I see that lady today, I'm pretty sure she's still going to be asking about my brother. But, um, man, 
I remember saying one time to my bro, I was like, yeah, boy, I ain't have it like you, boy. I was like, well, he was like, no, nah, boy, you don't want this problem, but it's a headache sometimes. And I get it. You know, I definitely understand that, man. Um, you know, like I said, I got to hang around my brother and his friends. And like I said, honestly, man, you know, his friends probably know him better than I do. And that's cool. Like I said, it's him and his, 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 his um, friends, some of his cousins, you know, they, they know my brother. They spend more time with him. And ain't never no love lost between me and my bro. Like I said, that I think that age difference had, you know, something to do with us, you know, like I said, not spending as much time together. But, you know, we grown now so we can see each other any time. Call, we call and check on each other when we can. Um, I think we should see each other more than what we do. But I, like I said, I can definitely tell you about some proud moments. My brother took me to concerts. He took me to the Rock, the Mike concert, like 2003. I was still in high school or just got out of high school, one of them. And he, I think it was still doing school yet. And 50 Cent and, you know, G-Unit was headlined. I think Tony Ayo was locked up. Uh, I think Chris Brown. I think uh, Fab. I think we had just missed Fab when we got there performing. I think Wayne was there. Chris Brown. I think Neo. I think they kind of headlined. No, I might be getting the concerts messed up. Y'all got to forgive me. Anyway, I've been to a couple concerts with my brother. But the Rotten Mike tour, the 50 Cent concert, that was pretty good. And I remember one of them concerts he took me to. Around that time, Rockefeller was still pumping, and I was a Rockefeller, you know, fan. So somebody was making a joke that was laughing at something, and my brother got this infectious laugh. So I'm listening to the conversation. I don't know who they what they talking about, but they they referring to somebody getting high or something, and it was it was hilarious to me because I was like. <laughs> I was like, uh, my brother was trying to think of something. I was like, oh, I was like, just, just blaze, and he fell out laughing. And uh, he, he was like, yeah, that's it, that's it. And I said, I knew he was referring to it. That made me feel good. I can make my brother, his friends, I can add to the laughter because they was already laughing, but I can add something to it, you know. Um, uh, I remember recently, probably within the last somewhere between the last six, seven, eight years. The first hip hop concert at the Durham Performance Arts Center, the DPAC, was Nas and DMX. And when I saw them tickets pop up, I said, Yo, bro, I called for like the first person I thought about. I said, Yo, bro, you trying to go see this Nas and DMX concert? He said, Man, yeah. I said, You already got the tickets, man. You just can't tell them today. He said, Man, I'm there. I said, Man, you can stay with me. You know what I'm saying? I felt good because I was, you know, uh, married, fresh, kind of, you know, still new, and we had we had a house, so I felt good because I said instead of me going to stay with my brother, my brother could come stay with me. Instead of him having to buy his tickets, you know what I'm saying? For me, I, I could buy my brother a ticket, man, and that felt that felt good. And we had, I mean, we had an awesome time, man. It couldn't be in a better concert. And I made sure we were right in the front. We were right in the front, and my brother got to take a picture beside DMX, and DMX kind of ignored him. He didn't care because luckily we were sitting beside this nice looking girl and DMX kind of kind of zoned in on her and he came to the side of the stage. And like I said, if anybody ever seen that picture, he's like, I think he might be holding the girl hand at the time. I don't know, but he was like serious about getting with her. And luckily he was so focused on her, he didn't pay attention to drink. You know, he used to the, and he had been drinking. So luckily, like, he ain't spazzed or nothing. He just kind of sat there, zoned in on the girl. And um, even after he walked away, I think he told you know, whoever, one of his handlers or one of his people that worked with him to, you know, make sure the girl came backstage. I don't, I went backstage. I don't know if she actually did or whatever, but 
you know, DMX series. I mean, how many kids he had over what? They say he had 16, 17 kids or something like that. Whatever the number. But anyway, great time, great time. Uh, man, you know, family cookouts, holidays together, birthdays. Uh, we Man, we had some real good times, man. Still having good times. Hope we get more. My brother, you know, love his kids. He loved mine. Um, I did it opposite of him. He had his daughter first, then he had two boys, and I had my two boys first, then a daughter. So, in my all, oh, man, my oldest, Trey, if you ever pay attention to the pictures, they're taking pictures together. His daughter, his oldest child, and my oldest child look just alike. They make some of the same faces, they're the same complexion, just as wild. I hope he is just as smart as her because his daughter goes to Duke. So very proud of my niece, and I know her parents are definitely proud of her, but yeah, that's a good, good representation. Now, my brother's not a Duke fan, but, you know, for his daughter, he's definitely a Duke fan right now, you know what I'm saying, just to support her. Um, man, growing up, oh, okay, so my brother's very uh, smart. Uh, he knew better than to argue with our parents. Mm -mm, I'm just like my mom. I'm trying to get the last word. So I stayed on punishment a lot. Even if Dre did stuff to get in trouble, when it was time to get the lectures and the talk, my brother just sat there and took it. He had, man, he had some common sense. I ain't saying he sat there every time because I'm, I'm pretty sure. Oh, I know it was a few times where he had to like express himself. But for the most part, my brother ain't about to sit there and argue with you. You got a whole lot of wind in your jaws. If he got to listen to you, he going to listen to you. If he ain't got to listen to you, he going to find a way to get off the phone with you. Well, he going to walk away from me. So, <laughs> he ain't about all that noise, man. I know my cousins, like I said, his his friends. I know y'all got some wild stories, some great stories. I know my parents got a few. Um, like, I know my brother don't like hospitals because he spent, you know, uh, part of his childhood in hospitals a couple of times with bad experiences. Don't like hospitals, but I remember that because... My mom got sick when I was in elementary school, and I, and I remember I, I was, like, crying every day I talked to him on the phone. And um, he he didn't go see mom in the hospital. My mom, and then one of his, later on, one of his real close friends got sick, and unfortunately she passed away. But before she passed away, he would go see her in the hospital. You know, he real tight with her husband or whatever. It was like, you know, that was family to him, you know. So... I remember my mom saying he went to see his friend, but he didn't come see me. She's like, he just don't like hospitals, though. And my mom was okay, you know, and I think that's what it was. Because I remember my mom, you know, ended up having um, some issues again later when I was grown, you know, not that long ago. And he came to the hospital then. I think me and him both had, like, tears in the eyes, man, you know, worried about mom. But she, you know, she was good. But, you know, hospitals and funerals, man, my brother, you know, nobody likes funerals, but. You know, I do better at funerals than my brother do. I didn't realize that because I don't remember ever sitting beside my brother at a funeral. And I sat beside him, you know, my, my um, when our cousin Runt passed away. And uh, it was at the school. And I, I, and I remember sitting beside him and he kind of started rocking. And he was like, man, I don't do good at these things. And, he, you know, he just... And I get that, you know, because sometimes it's like, man, what's wrong with me, man? Because I don't cry at every funeral, you know, but I love people. You know, I just, I just, we just different. I, and I started noticing some of the, you know, some of our similarities and some of our differences. 
you know, but we grew up, man, we had, um, since he's older, you know, he got, he did some things that I didn't do. Like my brother worked in the field before, but he got in trouble in school. He had to go work in the field picking, I can't remember, mama said cucumbers or something. She said, no, nah, buddy, you ain't sending home getting a free day. You're going to do something today since you want to get in trouble in school. I ain't never getting in trouble in school like that. Uh, but trying to think. Yeah. He, My dad used to have like a, a lawn care service. So my brother used to work with my dad cutting grass. I think my brother lay, uh, learned how to lay carpet with my uncles. Uh, man, so bro got some, like I said, he got some different experiences. Then he closer in age to my mom's younger siblings. So he kind of grew up with them too. Like I said, my mom kind of had them early. So, you know, he got that. He real close to our uncle. So he got that sports thing. You know, he really into sports. My brother can watch almost any sport on TV. <laughs> so um, I ain't get that. I was never really into sports like that. I mean, I can watch basketball or football, but you don't ask me nobody name, don't ask me no rules or regulations or nothing like that. Music, for some reason, I, I kind of gravitated to in, in movies. Me and my brother, both serious Rocky fans. Love all of them. I don't care which Rocky you don't like. You don't like part four, part five. I don't care. I love all of them. And the Creed uh, franchise is added on even more to the Rocky legacy, so I, I freaking love it. My favorite comedian, period, is Red Fox. And, you know, my favorite show is Sanford and Son. So, I mean, you know, my brother loved that show, too. My brother's favorite wrestler is Ric Flair. So, <laughs> so that would actually shock me when I heard that, man. I said, man, Ric Flair be cheating, man. You know, because, like, my favorite wrestler was, like, Sting or somebody like that. Um, yup, man. And uh, I think, yeah, I mean, we, we like some of the same shows. I think my brother liked Power. He definitely likes Snowfall, so that's a show, you know what I'm saying, we get a chance to talk about sometimes uh, when we connect. Man, I remember, I do remember this. Enfield, that's that's my home, so I don't live there no more. Been, ain't lived there since 97, but <laughs> that's where both sides of my family are from. I remember, you know, I used to look forward to going to Enfield, you know, my days off when I was chilling. I remember going to Enfield one day, and it's big... I can't remember a big homie name, yo. But I recognized the dude, but I ain't know nothing about him. Apparently, he was a crook, a criminal. And he, like I said, a big dude. So, homie was at like the at the grocery store. I think he asked me for a ride. That's when I had my um, like 91 Honda Accord, two-door. So, I gave him a ride. My brother see me. Luckily, homie was like, you know, give me a ride, whatever. I said, all right. So, we driving down the road. I'm going north on 301. Luckily, we right we go right up the street, just a couple of blocks, and he sees somebody else that peaks that that he really wanted to see, and he was like, "Yo, pull over right here. Yo, pull over right here. I'll be good. You ain't even gotta take me down there. Pull over." Luckily, my brother right there. Well, I'm pulling over. It. So he see the person he wants to see. So I could appreciate it. He got the car, go towards that person. Then my brother might spoke to him, whatever. My brother said, hey, man, come here. I said, what's up? He said, man, what you doing giving that dude a ride? I said, man, what's up, man? He said, you know that dude will knock you out, man, and take all your stuff? And I was like, what? He said, yeah. He said, you don't know that? I said, man, I don't know nothing about these people. I'm from Enfield. Y'all got to forgive me. I don't know a lot about everybody. I can't even remember half people's name. 
don't know how I'm kin to them. Can't remember um, who they kin to. I just remember faces. <laughs> remember whether you were a friendly face or not. I had had a, a lot of dinners with old boy, but it was funny when my brother said that because I don't know what was going to happen because I don't even know how far he wanted me to take him when he first, when he was in the car. Until he t- and luckily, like I said, he told me to pull over just a couple blocks down the street. So, you know, like I said, my brother, you know, luckily that that whoever he saw, I can't I don't even know who it was, they, they might have saved me that day. <laughs> Because even if I had a gun on me, it was in the glove compartment. I was not going to be able to get to it because homie was taking up all the room on that side of the, on that side of the car. So his legs were blocking that glove compartment. I wasn't going to be able to get in there at all. So, man, he probably had, he might have had my car and everything. <laughs> oh, no, as long as he didn't want me. Like, dude, just leave me on the side of the road or something, man. Somebody will find me. Anyway, man, luckily I was I was good on that. And also got to talk about my niece, Kwee Kwee. was my first niece. Um, she is not my brother's biological child, but we thought that she, you know, could have been or whatever. We found out she wasn't, but she was a huge part of my childhood as well because I was a young uncle, uh, regardless of blood. You know, my parents, you know, we used to keep her a lot when she was a kid. Of course, as she got older, you know, teenager and everything, she started doing, you know, her own thing and, you know, being with her friends and, you know, growing up or whatever. But now she's grown with her own. With her own kids, so you know, definitely proud of her. And like I said, man, it's, it's definitely some stories that I can't get into, but I will tell some of these stories because they happened so long ago. When we was living at 501 Dixon Street, and I would, me and him would be at home alone, and he was playing his music. I used to watch him dance in my mom's mirror, like he used to do the, you know, whatever dance they were doing on the video or whatever. And I remember this one time he had he had got hold of my mom's gun. Now, I don't know who he was mad at. Now he had emptied the gun, make sure he had no bullets in it. But he was like in the mirror, like squeezing the trigger and doing all the, you know, what's up? Oh, I don't remember what he was saying, but I remember that day, man. I was like, look at, I said, look at this clown in there. I don't, I don't, I don't think I told on him. I don't think he got trouble for. I don't think I said nothing about it. Uh, you know, I just kind of went with it. You know, he wasn't in there trying to hurt me or hurt nobody. But like I said, but I don't know who bro's mad at, man. But I, I definitely done had no moments myself. Uh, and there's definitely some moments that we had at that, at that same house, and maybe even after that, that I wish I had been my brother's age. Now, I want the toughest dude. Trust me, I ain't get into a lot of fights. Most of my fights, my scuffles were with my cousins, maybe a couple friends. But... You know, I ain't had a fight in a long time. Now, I still try to keep these hands sharp, but, man, it was some times I wish I was a little bit older, maybe closer to his age back in the day some stuff happened. I was like, man, that's when you needed a, a sibling, you know, to, to have your back at the time, man. But, like I said, definitely some wild times. I do remember this. I can't tell the story. I don't know who the girl was, but my mom had a Toyota Celica, I think, two-door. I was in the back seat. We pull over there at PDQ and Enfield. And he, you know, get out of the car. He talked to the girl. I don't know what's going on. Like, so I'm just a kid. But for some reason, bro jumped back in the car pretty quick. And it, I, it felt like it was somebody in the in the passenger seat. I don't know if it was Rod or one of his boys. But it seemed like somebody else in the passenger seat. And I just happened to turn around and look out the back window. And Dreet jumping in the car real quick. Shorty done pulled a knife. And when, when Dreek trying to pull away, Shorty done swung, like she done swiped down at the back at the back of the trunk. And I'm like, yo, this Shorty trying to cut my mom's car. And I don't know if I, I know I told my mom that by now. I just don't know if I told back then because I know Dreek had to tell me, like, man, look, man, you can't be telling on me. I remember one time his girl 
one of his girlfriends, um, they had broke up. I think she had went to college or something. And he was dating this other girl. And um, his high school sweetheart had came home to visit him or whatever. So <laughs> his girlfriend called the house. And I think she knew the girl was there somehow because, you know, people had to be word of mouth back then. Somebody had to be telling. And she called and um, she had an attitude. She was like, you want to drink there? I was like, I was like, nah. Or I put the phone down and I came in there to get him. And I said, drink. And he um, he came over. And I <laughs> I couldn't whisper for nothing. I see where my kids get it from. I said, I said, it's your girlfriend. And, of course, <laughs> his high school sweetheart, she heard it. And he went over there. I think he went over there to the phone, said whatever, and got off the phone with it, went back in. And, and of course, the girl said something to him. But like I said, I ain't know no better, man. I was trying. You know, he was caught up in the situation. But, I mean, she knew. She knew my brother, you know. It wasn't no mystery. But, yeah, all of them, man, I'm, I'm still cool with any of them I see to this day. Like, the girl that tried to cut that car that day, I don't even know who, I don't remember who that was, so I don't even know if I still know her or, or what, but <laughs> definitely before I go too far uh, with these stories, shout out to my big brother, Roy Dreek. I love you, man. Happy birthday. Hope to see you soon. You know, with everything going on, I really hope you enjoy this, man, and, uh, you know, I hope it bring back some memories. Hope I might have told you a few things you didn't know or whatever, man, so... We're going to close this out. We started it with hip-hop. We're going to close it out with hip-hop, man. Thank y'all for listening to episode number nine. AJ is out. She greets me and treats me like royalty Works with me, giving herself by my side She don't sweat me for loot, my fame or my ride A lot of ladies out there be looking lovely But they don't got no control of their life Inside they're ugly, word to Bugsy Enter red alert, sway and tech And funk master flex to make your head jerk Chicks go berserk when they see us in the spot Casey, Jojo and Primo Creeping to the top And to the sweethearts out there breaking hearts While we're taking part of this hip-hop art Listen, yo, the best way, it ain't always the fast way. And yes, the best way, it ain't always to act nasty. I'll open up the door always before you pass me, baby doll, because you're royal too. Whatever I do, wherever I go, I want to take nothing in the best thing to do. Whatever I do, I choose to do.